Show mom just how much you care. Say it with flowers from Vons and Albertsons. From the dad favorite dozen roses to colorful kid favorites like mixed spring bouquets or maybe an extra special arrangement. We have certified master floral designers in store that are happy to help. So whatever her taste or your budget, just ask. Our beautiful bouquets are the perfect gift for mom. We deliver too. Mother's Day is Sunday, May 8th, so be sure to order ahead at VonsFlowers.com or AlbertsonSoCalFlowers.com. Ready? Yeah. Welcome Hi. back. Hi. We just had the most fun, chaotic good phone call conversation ever. Just call me bad gal You're frozen. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? What? I'm okay, not you're back. for me. Okay. Okay, you're back. Start over. Sorry. I could hear you the whole time. No, it's fine. I just said we had the most fun, chaotic good conversation ever. And now just call me bad gal Mimi. I'm changing my whole identity. <laughs> bad gal Mimi. <laughs> Guys, we just had someone on that some of you guessed. Okay. A lot of people some of guessed. you guessed. And I had DMs about it. And it warmed my little heart because I was like, they understand me. Yep. TMV gets who I am. We had we your long lost had- sister on. My hermana, my long lost sister, Miss Teffy Pessoa, Estefania, if you will. Oh, Period. at Hello Teffy. At Hello Teffy, I already told her I was like, I needed to find a way because I saw this girl on the internet. My friends, it started all in the group chat, okay, in my high school group chat, sending things back and forth, sending things on TikTok, sending things on DM forever ago and i'm like who is this chick she's so funny she's from miami like so she just funny. gets our humor and unlocked a part of my brain that and just like needed like, to be grounded unlocked. and smart and into self-development like she's literally she's she's yeah you. Babe, being from miami doesn't doesn't not mutually exclusive hello look at me okay you're from florida sometimes no. it still scares me i don't know, you know? what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> what you're talking about <laughs> every time i go up to my car and i see it the florida license Flo- plate yeah, exactly <laughs> mm, that's not sweetie. it you need no, a listen. miami license plate I know I seriously do, but I just, I knew I needed to be her friend and, um, you made it basically happen. schemed my way into doing that by writing an article about her. And then I was like, I just need to get her on the phone. And then we got on the phone and we became best friends and she's literally the best. She basically, if you don't know who she is and you're confused with your life, but she basically has a social platform and on TikTok mainly and on Instagram where she talks about confidence, empathy, self empowerment pop culture she runs in styles tiktok she's just like that big sister on the internet Mm -hmm. that like keeps it real as fuck with you Mm -hmm. but also like has boundaries and like doesn't let you in such a good model of healthy behavior Mm -hmm. she's just such a self-awareness and like confidence that is so contagious and you just like magnetic happy yeah she's a happy person to be around yeah she makes you feel good I mean, look, you'll see she it. She solved our unpacking. It. Yeah. She solved our unpacking. She therapized the shit out of us. Meadow yeah. even said it. She goes, Gabby's voice did this intonation that I didn't even know was possible because Literally. my Miami came out. It's like, it ha- I, mean, I can hear we, myself right now. The way that I'm talking is different. Your guys's friendship like heals your inner child a little bit, I think. Well, because it's just like, look, I think like any place growing up, but like, obviously I only grew up in Miami. So I'm only speaking from this perspective, but like growing up in Miami, it's like a really triggering environment. So when you leave her and I talked about this on our initial phone call of like the difference between Miami people that stay and the people that leave. And like, there's nothing wrong with either, but they're just different. And it's such a triggering environment to grow up in that when you find someone like once you've left and then you like Mm -hmm. find those people that like Mm -hmm. make you feel like warm and cozy and like understand you on a certain level and like allow you. I get your trauma. You guys get each other's trauma. But it's like not trauma bondy. 
no, it's no, just, no. I don't know. It's refreshing. not in a trauma bondy way in like a, in like a really genuine, like, oh, I see your past and I see you now. And it, it's beautiful. It's, it's yeah. so much fun to make fucking adult female friendships, dude. We are crushing the adult female friendship game recently. Which like really ever since are. you and I found each other, we just realized what friendships could be. And everyone we call in sense is just so fucking beautiful and badass and grounded and always working on themselves and like positive. Uh, I just, I love everyone. I don't know. I, and of this. I need to thank Meadow for sitting. I mean, not sitting through this episode because it's a great episode, but like, oh my God, look, I had it's a, such a lot a of Miami time. stuff. We did a really fun, like, rapid fire Would You Rather Miami edition at the end that, like, I let Meadow, like, I explained them all to her before the recording. I sent yes, Meadow I knew the some videos that we talk about in here. I'll link them I've, for homework. Oh, yeah. They should be in our, in our show, notes. show notes. But yes, thank you for sitting happily through listening to like us reminisce on stuff but this was just such a cool conversation on on like so many things i don't know what did we even talk about Meadow? i feel like i forgot Ooh, we talked a just, lot like, about out. yeah i know we talked a lot about identity we talked a lot about writing your own definitions for your identity and how to not let other people tell you who you are which is obviously something you and i talk about all the time and it was like literally the basis of your local optimist article which is how this whole thing got started we talked about shame culture. We talked about family dynamics. We talked Ooh, about like immigrant families, code switching, not being Latina enough, Ooh, body image it. issues, mm-hmm. everything. Confidence. We got into literally everything. And I think it's, even though we were like niching down real hard, I think the topics that we were talking about are so universal and people Absolutely. from any culture can relate to. So I really hope that you guys enjoy this conversation. You can tell it in the beginning. I am like talking a mile a minute because I just like I knew that we were gonna have so much we to were talk the to her time. about. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, we were talking really fast the whole time. But I was just like, I want I had so much that I wanted to say to her and I knew Meadow did too. And I was like, okay, we just like need to get the unpacking out of the way. We need to like do this because we have so many things to talk about. So like bear with me in the beginning when you can hear my anxious energy. Um but I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. This was a really special episode for me. I hope that you guys enjoy it. Meadow, I love you for doing if it. Too. I love you so much. It was such a pleasure for me to watch this side of you be validated and come to fruition and like hear the same thing like it was so much fun as your best friend to just witness too it was re- i loved it i want Thanks, her back boo-boo. tuffy come back anytime literally we adore be you. our resident homie okay enjoy yeah. this episode guys and don't forget to like what's it called i keep wanting to say oh like God, comment rate subscribe and review, bitch. rate and review rate and review please go find us on apple Podcasts wherever you get your podcast give us five stars leave a little comment if you're feeling friendly follow us on instagram tell your friends tell your family and if you haven't heard our joke at the end of our episode oh yeah stay listen, tuned until stay after tuned. that music ends yeah because there's an ongoing joke that i've been playing that'll also tell you to rate and review that only the real ones know what's happening because Period. they let it play through group chat only all right this is also a lot of spanglish so like get your freaking dictionary out besitos see you soon ttyl the three little dogs hi can you see me? Oh, now oh, we can. Hi. 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 How are you? I You're am chic with the beautiful. towel in the hair. Thank you so much. It's, this is real. This is me. <laughs> are you in Hawaii? <laughs> I am in Hawaii. Yes. Um, I've been here since Monday. I have conditioner oh. in my ear. And these AirPods just like decide when Siri wants to pop up. Have. Oh, yeah. First of all, how dare you? Are you kidding? Well, just I love something sh- I about mean, Mary. Who knows? Every time I bring it up, no one does. But well, you said conditioner in their ear. It's the first thing I think of. 
literally every time like i came out when i was like in sixth grade i was not supposed to see it so i found a way hell yeah <laughs> and we all do every time i <laughs> thank you and every time i'd uh go to the baseball field or something to like watch a boy or something i'd have to hold it inside and not say where's my baseball like i wanted <laughs> so bad where's my, my baseball? mom does the <laughs> frankenbeans all the time frankenbeans i oh, we got a bleeder i remember we got a bleeder. I <laughs> we got a bleeder. Um, I w- I remember as a child, as a child, looking at that older woman that's tanning all the time, Stop. and being like, "There the she boobs. is. That's that's me. That's the, me. Yeah, that's the there she is. Like- no, like seeing her, <laughs> seeing her, and being like, it's you and me, babe. Yeah, that's my soulmate. Um, right and yeah. side note, I'm mm-hmm. so happy that this is happening yeah. because this is me. I know. Nice to meet you. And we talked about. When oh, we- nice to meet you. Hi. <laughs> When we're we did our about boobs. when we did our birdie interview, and I was like, I have a co-host named Metal Arc. That's her. Yeah. White friend named Metal Arc. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you. That's you. Yeah, Gabby and I somos hermanas. I was about to say Gabby yeah. and I somos de la misma raza, but <laughs> but like in Spanish, in English, it doesn't translate well. It doesn't sound right. No, <laughs> it doesn't sound, it doesn't right, sound at right at all. So Metal just sounds good. Just say it's good. Just yeah. know that it's a good thing. And now, you know, now you're part of our family. We're so yeah. happy to have you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I did get my nails taken off, podcast. so I, I feel less a part of the family now. But It's okay. It's I okay. can still I talk mean, with my, my hands. Um, my assistant was like, so you know who Gabby is? I was like, yeah, Cuban Gabby. It's my girl. And <laughs> Cuban Gabby. And she was like, Cuban Gabby? She was like, yeah, she wants to do a podcast. And I was like, Shannon, I need you to know, like, whatever she needs you, you do it. She needs a liver. Stop. Put me on the table. Stop. Put me on the table, babe. Listen. I don't even need it. I don't even like Put it. Me I don't on even the like table. my liver. Take it. Listen. Take Anderson. my body. And when you and I met, first of all, like I found any way. This is this is my scheme with being. She a manifested writer. you being on here, by the way. No, no, no. So you also, know. the amount of people that have guessed this. Oh okay. yeah. This is my this is my scheme with being a writer. I basically have the excuse of talking mm-hmm. to anybody that I actually want to because I put in the subject line mm-hmm. like birdie interview or like architectural digest mm-hmm. and then they'll they'll talk to me. <gasps> so like that's that was like my in with you. I was like, um, I need to meet her because I know that we're fucking long lost sisters and literally mm-hmm. how can I make this happen? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let's like write an article that like people will also enjoy. <laughs> And then we get on the phone and we had like a two and a half hour conversation and I was like, I need to let you we go. Did. And you were like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. I was like, anyways. <laughs> I was like, okay, you don't have anything to do. Which yeah, is no. literally <laughs> how Gabby and I met too. Like through work, had really? one phone call, talked for two and a half hours and we're like, oh, my bitch. Like li- that's exactly how we became friends. Okay. You don't meet a lot of people like that I know. in your adult life. It's Mm-mm. really nice. You know? It's very nice. Like Gabby. And we met a friend. I die, I die. Okay, so um we did a whole little intro explaining you. Well, th- for the people mm-hmm. listening, they'll already have heard it. We're gonna do it at the end. But mm-hmm. I need to only give you an hour because you're in Hawaii. So like uh-huh. we're gonna I am in Hawaii Hawaii. Yeah. You, are, you are from Cuba, so we're gonna do this really fast. I, yes, I am from Cuba. <laughs> I am from Cuba. Okay, listen, listen. For uh-huh. those listening uh-huh. and for you, Tuffy, um, yes. I gave Meadow homework before this. Yes, um, I did. Uh-huh. Before and I completed did this it. interview. Mm-hmm. What was the homework, Meadow? Mm-hmm. I had to watch both shit Miami people say. And then there's also a very cute little like Miami rapid quick fire for you. And I have been given all the context. So I understand mm-hmm. and there are right and wrong answers and I know what they are. Yeah. First of all, the answer is Miami, Wait, I do not hear you at all anymore. Oh, wait, Gabby, she can't do you hear, hear her? 
You know, you got to put those headphones back in, baby girl. So sorry. Here. Here. There okay, she is. No, now. I have so much conditioner and I have so many, condi- I have so much conditioner in my ears that it's like, <laughs> it's like remembering, so um, um, I'm on a boat, like with the <laughs> floppies. You with the that's conditioner. My ears. Yeah, that's me right now. <laughs> okay. So rapid Miami quick fire. I said my answer to everything is going to be un batido mame from Palacio de los Jugos. But <laughs> straight up. Listen, that's, that's that moment, by the way, that's the moment that I knew we were going to be friends because we were talking about like. Mm-hmm if you're actually from Miami and the people that are like from fucking Broward and you go, you go, if you weren't swatting flies at Palacios de los Jugos, I don't want to hear it. And I was like, yes. Horse flies. Horse flies. You know, the, ter- the pterodactyls in Jurassic Park. I see. And my grandfather's like, yeah, my grandfather's like, see a little bit more sugar, please. The sugar's like this. Literally. Like it's so amazing. We May he rest it. in power. Okay. May he rest in power. Okay, we're gonna get into this before <laughs> I just go on a rant mm-hmm. for you. Okay, so listen, we start every episode by asking our guests um what they're unpacking. And then Meadow and I go uh-huh. first. So we have like a little bit of time to for you to, mm-hmm. you know, decide what you're unpacking. Um Meadow, wanna go first? What are you unpacking this week? Or yeah, unpacking? my I'm unpacking something new for me, Gabby, that I do, actually don't think I told you about. I'm kind of like unpacking identity shit recently. And in terms, oh, light. yeah, right. It's like when you get to that <laughs> age, and you're like, oh fuck. But the thing, the kicker is, so Teffy, I was only like a social worker, mm-hmm. only a mental health worker for a long, long time, and now I do like brands okay. and social media stuff. But so that's new mm-hmm. for me. But so being an advocate has been tied to my identity my entire life because that's all I did, all right. and I still do it now, mm-hmm. but in a vastly different way, and. As mm-hmm. you will probably know more than anyone, when you present things on social media, not everyone agrees with you. And I don't expect everyone to agree with me. But when Fucking my, losers. Right? Yeah. I know. First of all, I'm right. How dare they? Hello. I'm a Libra. I'm always right. Second of all, when people don't like yeah. me, I'm triggered. So when someone, when mm. social media, like, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Not criticizes, mm-hmm. but offers feedback to how I present as an advocate. Who mm-hmm. triggered the fuck out of me? And then I was like, why do I care? Uh-huh. Why am I reacting? I know who I am. I thought I was solid in my identity. But there's someone, like some way that I presented something online, I guess did not read well. And I, I know, right? Like, wait, I don't thank even you know what you're face. talking about though. But it's about, but you wrote it, right? Mm-hmm. You wrote it. It's no, it was okay, me so speaking like, in a story. So I do, you're speaking in a story and it wasn't received well and people found some things like problematic or whatever, right? Or, or upsetting, triggering, yeah. whatever it is. The other day I said I was eating like ice cream and someone said, please don't mention food. I'm triggered. And I'm like, then you're going to have a really tough time. You're going to have a really tough time. Mm, I'm a bitch yeah. can't eat ice cream. Right? So let me tell you something about identity because I used to have this real, real issue being perceived, especially coming from a family where like I, I have a fantastic, incredible, supportive family, but a lot of it was, and I think Gabby would agree you're a nice dateable girl before anything mm-hmm. before you're Ooh. before you are you come smart out the womb, before you are funny you come out the womb with some mm-hmm. pearls in your ears and that is what yeah and i'm like i'm on granada boulevard not downtown abbey so i have granada. no idea you know but, but for real but i want to say something about identity when i start getting lost in it and when i start feeling like people are starting to decide who i am like um Meadow, describe yourself in like five words and they can be anything. Like mm. literally kindergarten, five words. Yeah. Optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Loyal. Mm-hmm. Passionate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say like airheaded. And okay. Ditzy. Fun. Mm-hmm. Not ditzy because I think I'm fucking smart. Maybe smart's the last one. I'm, 
I'm smart. I love does not mean not smart. Right. Exactly. No, I love a lighthearted, yes. go with the flow. Me. You yes. know what I mean? I know what you mean. I'm a smart mm-hmm. girl, but I'm, 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 I'm in the clouds. I'm in the air. I'm an air sign. Mm-hmm. I'm up there. Mm-hmm. Did I you say five? More. And one more. Oh. One more. Uh, unique. So you know those things about yourself and you know that you're like loyal is a big one. Not a lot of people are loyal. You're going to let people who don't know you take that away from you. Yeah. Well, like, who can tell who's going to, nobody can tell you who you are. But that's the thing. Is I objectively feel that all the time, but then it's mm-hmm. funny to watch situations come up where you're like, Oh, like obje- my thoughts mimic that my emotions didn't. I emotionally was like, yeah. why do I feel like upset when logically mm-hmm. I think everything that you're thinking? So it just is like, clearly there's underlying work to do. You know what I mean? Mm. Feel- feelings make us human and logic keeps us here. Period. You know I mean? so, so your feelings are valid, but it doesn't make them real. You know, hold on one second, one second. I want coffee with oat milk. Just plain coffee with oat That's milk. That's what please. I'm drinking right it's now. Demasiado too. importante. Extremely. Literally what's in my cup. So cheers. Um, But yeah, so like the the idea of identity that I think that you're struggling with is that you're handing it over and you're letting people decide. They can, people could decide that I was a Karen monster. (laughs) It would not matter because I know who I am. Yeah. It would not matter. You can decide. Obviously there are things that I could say that would um, represent like, who I am. Like if so, if I was like, well, you know, I disagree with X. Imagine I was like, well, you know, I'm going to say something a little controversial, but like back the blue or something like something really crazy. Mm, so wild. <laughs> something crazy. <laughs> we love you know? rights over here. But you know what I mean? Like something, something to that sense or whatever, or like, well, he shouldn't have been so defensive, like something crazy. Like, obviously that's different. But I mean, if I'm sharing a story about my life and I'm trying to, I'm trying to share a piece of my heart of something that's, I feel, um, like part of my story and it's ill received a lot of the times, babe, nine out of 10 times, they want to misunderstand you. They're trying to misunderstand you. You can explain yourself till you're blue in the face. It won't matter. They need to under, they need to misunderstand you so that they have a soapbox. Mm. That's it. There's a lot of social justice warriors out there that are in bed doing hashtags, but they're not getting out there like you are. Mm -hmm. And they're not out here helping people. They're not, Active, you hear that motorcycle? This is the hottest time <laughs> of my life. Wait, so and if you were, it, when you're in that mm-hmm. situation, if that comes up to you and emotions come up, what's your go-to way to like move through those emotions and or like release that? I have, so I have two, I, I always have like two voices in that I like to have a conversation with because the moment I start feeling less myself, I immediately put myself on a, on a couch in front of me. So I'm talking, I'm talking to myself immediately. Right. And one, one, one side of me is like, yo, fuck these people. They don't fucking know you. They don't fucking know you. And, and the people that do see you know you, you know what I mean? Like they know that you would never, ever want to hurt anybody's feelings. They know that you only want to, um, make your family. Exactly. Okay. They get it. Period. Um, Another side of me is like, yo, if you're going to be so sensitive, like, why are you doing this? Like, this is just a be yeah. like, have you seen, yeah. have you seen Lizzo's comments? Yeah. Like, have you seen, like, so there are some women on the internet that get chewed the fuck out for nothing, for yep. being like this. For Literally. existing. Chewed the fuck yeah. out. 
Yeah. Yeah. Two fingers mean two horns, the devil. Obviously, <laughs> Satan is like literally Illuminati. You know what I mean? So exactly. Literally. It's like there are so many and I'm and I'm like, yo, like one of my um mutuals online and she's so fucking nice to me is Tana Mongo. Her fucking are you kidding me? That yeah, was she gets. She, it, that sometimes it gets the criticism gets really, really heavy. And a lot of the times she's just doing everything that we're doing. You know, would I have married Jake Paul? We'll leave that for another time. <laughs> Let's just see where our career goes first. Yeah, no, no. Let's see that. But, but, you know, they get hate in such a level or like um, these other, like Bretman Rock is like the most unproblematic yeah. person ever. Yeah. And I see his comments and people go insane. So I'm looking at myself and like, if you're going to be so sensitive, like, why are you doing this? And then the other side of me is like, but I'm human. Yeah. Like if somebody says, somebody says like, go fucking kill yourself or like, why don't you, um, uh, I, I'm so sad your parents couldn't have a baby they could be proud of. Like, so people go, I am. And then, I know, but then the other side of it is like, this is an anonymous, so a part of me is like, I love that you maintain your sensitivity and I love that you're always teachable and curious and you're like moldable, you know? But the other side of it too is don't let people, and you don't know where their hands have been, try to mold you. Exactly. You know, like you don't have people, people in your life that you can depend on. For my identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like immediately, if somebody's trying to hear you, if somebody's sitting in front of you and they're like, I'm trying to understand you, but I don't see it. Like, I, I think you're wrong. Like if I was talking to Gabby about something and Gabby wants to understand me, you know, and she was like, I just, I disagree. I'd be like, okay, then I have to go back to the drawing board. But, but, um, Timmy Two Shoes 396 in his basement <laughs> in Tennessee. Uh-uh. Like, mom, the meatloaf. No, babe. No. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know no. what I heard too that no, 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 no. this reminds me of the it's everything you're saying mm-hmm. too. Someone said once you'll never be criticized. I don't know who it was, but you'll never be criticized by someone doing more than you, always less. Oh, it's kind of oh. exactly what you're saying. Like why if you're not going to take life advice from them, if some random person on the street said this, you wouldn't think twice. So why do you do it if it's a comment? In your industry, whatever industry you start in, you could be a carpenter like Jesus, okay? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. The, when you're new, and you're sitting next to, working next to somebody who's been there for 20 years and something happens, what's the first thing they say? I remember when that happened to yeah. me. Mm. Always. Yep. Always. They're like, you'll get through it. Like when social media shit happens, all my friends that are in the same industry are like, baby, these people don't fucking matter. Don't be above the block button. That's something I need to work on too. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking block you. I'm going to let you go blue in the face. And then later I see it and I'm like, why didn't I block them? But it's this thing where, like, she's blocking comments. And I'm like, mm, yeah. Would it do <laughs> too? Yeah. If it's something that's, like, I don't understand, like, I disagree or whatever, whatever, I'm not going to block you. But if you start getting personal, yeah, no, no, sorry. No, no. Right. Goodbye. We don't have to. One thing, too. You know how many times I look at people's profiles and they're like, you ugly bitch. And I'm like, well, you know what? You know what, Sandra457? Let me take a gander at the IG. And I go like this. And today I'm choosing Jesus. And today I'm choosing <laughs> kindness. Because, okay, Miss mm-hmm. Angry Beaver, USA, don't even get it, please. Absolutely uh-huh. not. And it's always like the middle, The I, I think I said this to Gabby, it's always like the middle America moms. That like mm-hmm. the first thing is like, me, God, and my country. Yeah, we love each other. We are one. Like, yo, no, not you're even coming like. coming for da- me now. Dakota moms, you have never worked a day in your life on a farm. True. Yeah. You're like, and okay. correct. And? I mean, 
have you ever have you ever gone to ride horses in homestead you don't know me sandra <laughs> listen that was my fucking childhood it's so okay so teffy's coming on every time yeah. we unpack something because like literally he, my problem's done like solve gabby's problem now go i don't gabby. I, it's not even <laughs> like a you're coming on every time so i'm gonna keep it so short because i have so many things that i want to talk to you about and like it's not as important okay um I we feel can go like... over an hour it's fine <laughs> we can go over an hour it's fine no, I'm, no. this is me listen this is real this is me but i got an email from your mm-hmm. assistant yeah, Shannon. She's the best. She's Shannon's Keeps the love of my life. Like I don't, I don't even know what I did with that before her. And she's the hottest girl I've ever seen. I'm like, Shannon, uh, you're hot. And she's like, what? She's and hot like, and she's hot. nice and she doesn't know it. That's like, I, I there's nothing I can't not dream. like about you. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Damn. There's nothing. You can, but let me tell you this before you uh, before you unpack your tightly packed packing. Um, <laughs> it's tightly packed. I told her. I'm coming to Hawaii, and she's like, "What dates?" And I'm like, "These dates." She's like, "I'm going to be in Hawaii. She, well, I'm going to go see her. I'm going to go see my sister for the day." But she's like, she's always like, "I don't know. Like, I don't want to mix work with pleasure." I'm like, Shannon, <gasps> I will see you? you in an hour. Shannon, we're getting <laughs> drinks. Chill out. Literally, how dare <laughs> you have boundaries? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I've <laughs> never had like uh, a te- tequila sunrise. We're sunning the rise up. What are you talking about? We're sunning up. Wait, Is that a direct quote? Has she not? Has she like, we got to get you to Shannon. Are... Yeah. Well, no, her and I have gotten drug together already, oh, cool, but cool, she cool. wasn't on my team. She was on, so with my manager, she was on somebody else's team. And I, we went to Miami together for Basel. She'd uh-huh. never gone for Basel. Listen, the fact that and we I, weren't, I mean, you guys did it before Two ships Basel. in the night. Yeah. No, 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 no. She had no, never no, been no. to Miami. She'd never been to Miami. I took her to Miami. I was so... And she was so... Do you know if I was 22 years old, what I would have done in Miami for the first time? Tonight on CNN, a body was found in the river. <laughs> like 1,000 literally percent. How old are you, Tuffy? And she was, I'm 31, and she's 24, and she's incredible. Like, yeah. so, and she was so professional, and she was on my shit. Like, she, so she was like Mr. Deeds's butler, sneaky, sneaky, like always <laughs> that there. Is such a good fucking movie, Meadow. Tell me you've seen it. Such a good movie. No. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I was like, listen, whatever they're paying you on that side, I'll double it. Come over. And like, fuck yeah. Under the table money. Now we got taxable, Shannon. Baby. Now we got Shannon. Yeah, now we got Shannon. But anyway, Gabby, tell me. Um, What am I unpacking? Okay, basically, I feel like I have been attempting to understand and lean into like the concepts of like masculine and feminine energy, particularly yeah. in like just my life. I feel like I tend to lead with a very like try me attitude. Yeah. And I feel like that attracts a very specific type of you person. You do. You know what I mean? You're the you're the masculine. You have a lot of masculine energy. Mm-hmm. And but I, that's because do. people didn't know how to handle that when you were little. And they projected this like, I'm a yes. boss ass bitch onto you. So you've owned we it. But you're about unpacking that slowly. Yeah. We talk about how this no, is like a shadow personality that was like built out of trauma, basically. No, it's because you, you, it's because you were a daddy's girl and you had to learn certain things to maintain that. Yeah. You also know you to- I dated. When we, yeah remember, right yeah, <laughs> and let me oh, tell you caught up? i'm yeah i'm caught up oh, good. Good, i'm good, caught good. up no, i was she like knows them she knows them. i like, know trauma X. they know they know my see miami is like when it's i watch you did say girls, this yeah yeah when you watch yeah. gilmore girls you're like small town i'm like so the fuck is miami yeah like pr- please you so could spin to a crowd in miami yeah. and you would hit somebody that i probably showed my pp to like for sure <laughs> anyway literally same. that's literally me in san francisco i'm like so Basically, I've just been trying to like lean into the feminine energy. My mm-hmm. most recent ex, not crazy ex that Tuffy knows, my most mm-hmm. recent ex had something really interesting to me after we broke up. We like had a little phone call to just like clear the air a little because like was, six months angry. later, that, that's always good. Call. That's never, never traumatizing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he actually said something quite that I was like, oh, okay. And he goes, I didn't allow you to just exist in your feminine energy. I didn't allow you to just like 
be. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're right. You fucking didn't. And like, I, I'm trying to just lean into that so much more and like leading with softness and kindness and just like understanding that my feminine energy doesn't make me weaker or like not as capable. You know? Feminine was always fucking created to be weak. That all they want to do is make anything that's seemingly feminine seem weak. It's not unless you're raising patriarchy. children. Not until not you're, unless raising, you're raising children. children. But society, until then, you, know? you are a woman. Until then, until you're raising kids, then you're this strong woman yep. because you're able to like maintain a household. Mm-hmm. But let me, I went through something similar. I went through something similar to the point where in therapy, I was like, I keep having these nightmares about being a mermaid. And there, and she was like, you're having these mermaid, you're having these dreams because you're trying to reject your sexuality. Like, like not, like not their sexuality, like, like that I'm heterosexual or whatever, or whatever the fuck I Just am. Just sexual like, beingness. Fuck, yeah. The fact that I, and that I have a clitor eye, you know, yeah. No, yeah. no, I have one. I have one. <laughs> Exclusive <laughs> on thoughts may vary. <laughs> oh, how I wish. But I feel like, um, I was trying to reject this idea of like, I'm sick of, men meeting men and they immediately decide whether they want to fuck me or not and that depends and that that's altering on how they're gonna treat me that that's dependent on how they're gonna treat me yes and sometimes i wish i didn't have a vagina so i could really see who they were you know Mm -hmm. um and some a lot of the times too like i don't even think i don't even think i enjoyed it Mm -hmm. like a lot of the times i just feel like i did it out of like expectation or Mm -hmm. um like something weird but anyway so so the, the divine the divine feminine Mm-hmm. I was talking to my therapist and she is my tarot card lady. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and thank you so much. And um, she was saying like, if you want to get into that, like dude, once a week, twice a week, you put on a dress, even though you're like, nah! like I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> hey, she has someone handing her coffee. She's living the yeah. life that I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> but I, she was like, put on a dress. You get flowers for your house. And you put on, when I tell you, the girliest music, like the girliest music. And you sit there and you make yourself sing along. You do, And while you're doing that, you put on your makeup. You have to like really tap into that side of you because we do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. But it doesn't make me less like, um, or what, what is it that men say all the time? Like, oh, typical girl. You know, she takes such an hour. The old ball and chain. Yeah. How she takes so long to get ready. Oh, she forgot her winter, her, her fall jacket. Fuck your fall jacket, bro. <laughs> um, like, you know, like the, there's so many things that we're just like, okay, in order to advance romantically, professionally, any space with like men, we have to reject these classic feminine ideals where if we think about it, they're classic because a lot of the times we liked it. Like the, like for me to ask for somebody to be like, Hey, I, I want more compliments. Yeah. Bitch. I almost fucking died. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's not even like a confidence issue because I like it. Or like for me to say, like, I want more romantic stuff. You know, I, I really need that in my life or whatever. Like I'm honoring that side of me. Doesn't mean that I won't fucking kill you. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like don't play with me. Right. But that's what I mean. Don't you think society just like anything that we like, we just reject because we have to be weaker? Like I swear, like witches were probably just people that tracked their fucking cycles that they were like, burn them. They're up to no good. They like this feminine shit. Like, Mm -hmm. but that's where that's where identity comes in. Yeah. If you're not actively, if you're not actively trying to know who you are, how do you know what you like? Yeah. Or at this point, you're realizing that this thing that you, this ideal that you've been um, actively living in, 
the pants don't fit anymore. The shirt doesn't fit anymore. Like this outfit does not fit anymore. And it's just not you anymore. Mm -hmm. And God bless her for the person that was able to rock that for so long. God bless her. But now for the person you're becoming and for, and the person you're destined to be, maybe that person is a little bit more quote unquote feminine for whatever that means to you. Right. I think to my mom being feminine means go getting her hair blow dried once a week and, and like yeah. feeling that feeling of like, you know what I mean? For me, it's always having my motherfucking nails done. You will never catch me. Same. same Ever. Same. You know what I mean? Um, also, like, well, couldn't stay away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, listen, I feel like you, the, you poor woman, have just had to therapize me and Meadow. What are you unpacking to no. me, please? Um, I, think, I think something that I'm unpacking is, like, yesterday I had to look at someone and say, if I don't use the bathroom, I'm going to pop. So you got to leave me alone. Oh, and that's always, like, a weird love that. time. Was that the mm -hmm. first time you know you've I mean? had to say that to someone? In this, mm -hmm. yep, uh-huh. That's, a, that's yeah, always a, a rusty. next level, baby. You've also been traveling, like I do. babe, so your things are mixed in there. Yo, let me, and, and I'm like, I'm walking around, they're like, I'm like, I'm a little bloated, and my body's like, you know, that's not bloat. And I'm like, please. <laughs> <laughs> please. You know what I mean? But I literally, for me to look at somebody, you know, uh -huh. like, listen. Listen, you're going to have to leave the premise for a little bit. Yeah. I have a GI tract. I do. My bad. Spoiler um, alert. But it's, it's, that's something else, too. I think, like, um, trying to be, like, more – the beginnings of things are, like, really fun and nice. and But I like, think, like, the real parts of it where it's, like – I need to take Like, what's shit. that red mark on yeah. your face? Yeah, like, having, like, that – yo. <laughs> but also just, like um, – like, uh, I don't know. that There are certain things, like, logistically – not even logistically, like – there are things that you don't like about yourself, mm -hmm. even physically. Yeah. And you're not an Instagram photo. You know what I mean? So like you have to, like I, I asked like, what, what are your biggest insecurity? And I was ready to get deep and he goes, well, you know, so sometimes I don't like my feet. And I was like, that's, you go, that's, that's serious. You're like, yeah, same. He's like, what, he's like, what about my you? Feet. And I was like, where's my notebook? Okay. <laughs> where's my journal? <laughs> oh my God. Welcome to um, being a woman. Yeah, so I think those are things where you're just like, that's where identity also comes into play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I may not be like the baddest bitch, or like, I may not have like, uh, <laughs> you may not, you, or like, I may not be like, you know, just good at everything that I do. I like, I might not be, listen, I'm not nature girl. I want to be. I want to be, oh, God. but I'm not. You couldn't pay me to go. You know? do it. Once in a while, I love being Eliza Thornberry. You know what I mean? Once in a while. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, like, that's not me or whatever. And those are certain things where it's like, I don't want to, I feel like in the beginning, you're trying to look for, like, things in common. And after a while, you're like, but this is me and I know that I'm good enough. And I know that I'm, anybody would, like, I feel like I'm a good partner, you know? 100%. So, like, it, even though I don't, you know, want to run amongst the buffalo, you know, I, like, I, I think I'm still a good time you and know? you're also you are, doing yourself oh sorry gabs no i was just gonna say that like you are so clear in like your authenticity well i don't want to project that onto you but like from the approach of someone i'm, I'm taking it what like, you're putting down i'm picking up <laughs> like it. you know that i think like one of the main reasons that i like fell in love with you and like with your content like I always tell them I'm like do you ever see people on the internet that you're like we could be friends and I've said this to friends and they're like no and I'm like 
um, then I feel bad for you. And that's that how I felt with time. you where I was like, yeah. I need to meet homegirl because we are literally going to be like, I, I get it. I get it. We're one and the same. You know what I mean? And that's one of the big reasons that I fell in love with you and your content because you're just so authentic and you remind me so much just of home. And it also gives this mm-hmm. like weird. It's like funny, but it's also kind of sad when I like you mm-hmm. when you watch someone's content like that that reminds you so much of where you come from and then you kind of remember the like little part of yourself that has died gabby i always tell myself be the miami best friend that you wish it w- was real because they're mm-hmm. not real mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's what mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that's the friend so that like imagine if i was in miami and i had a friend like this i would probably have been a different person yeah well that's the thing like that's exactly. what it is it is exactly so that and it like Gabby. it reminds yeah. you yeah it reminds you of like i don't know if it makes you feel this way but it like whenever i get like nostalgic almost whenever i see like your stuff or like other like latin people on tiktok because i'm like it reminds me of that little part of myself that is like that i've like turned the little light off in order to appease like corporate america life when i was still there or like the whitewashed Mm -hmm. community or even like getting Mm -hmm. rid of our accents and like when i was in high school like it was such a fucking thing and like no one take this personally if you're from miami but it is a thing where like depending on what school you went to you have a thicker accent and it was like depending you said school wait sorry Mm -hmm. you said school yeah 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 like it's a lot to do with like like um every neighborhood you know like has a different like in doral like everyone's known to be venezuelan you know yeah. what I mean? It's just, it's like stuff like that, but also like according to income, right. according to, you know, community, like all these different things, but also it's like ge- geographically. Right. Were you guys you know, raised in the same Miami outside. subculture community sure or different? Same exact yeah. one too? Yeah. We were neighbors. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, in this motherfucking house. Damn. I'll see you at Burger Bob's on Granada Boulevard. <laughs> Golf But I want to hear. Best sloppy joes. I want to hear about your experience with code switching. Because we all do it. Code switching. Oh, I think I think I didn't even know that I had an accent. I think it's funny though because in New York, people are like, "Are you really from Miami?" And I'm like, "Why would I make that up?" They're like, "You don't talk like the city girls." I'm like, "The city girls." The city girls. <laughs> where are you from? <laughs> Fucking Redlands. Like, what do they expect you to say? I'm like? in Miami, and I can't get my stack up like that. Um, I do not talk like that. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, but they are from Miami or whatever, and that's also geographically yeah you know what i mean like they just come there i think they're more north yeah than i am i'm more south but i feel like with code switching i did not know that i had a miami accent i did not i didn't know i think talking to you it comes out i think talking to you it comes out more oh literally the first sentence gabby said to you i was like i've never heard your voice do that when you talk to me (laughs) literally the first like one of the first sentences you said (laughs) it's like watching aaron go back to alabama sorry keep going when i'm in new york when i'm in new york I, de- I definitely become more like of a Kelsey Chelsea. Like I'm definitely here. Like I'm talking to you or when I have to confront somebody about something, even if they're from Miami or they're of Latin descent, I go, I want to talk to you because that really hurt my feelings. Get, and it's yeah. lower. Yeah. It's lower. And I, 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 and I do it automatically, but I didn't start doing that until I moved to New York and I was in this office and I was, you moved at um, what age? 22. 22. And, um, I had only lived in Miami at that point and all my friends were Miami. Like that's it. Right. And to me, uh, like there were, I know, I know one Molly and I know one Chelsea and the rest son Isabella, Natalia, Carolina, you know, Vanessa, Veronica, Victoria. 
María, María, María Amparo, María, <laughs> María Patricia, like all, all of them, you know what I mean? Cayetana, Rosana, Emilia, like, yeah. you know, so all this like super, super Latin stuff. And then this man that I'm working for is also Colombian. So I was like, okay, perfect. Because in New York. Where I, in New York, I was like, where I come from, you know? Like it's you and me. I look like how like Larry David says he nods at bald people. I was like, like you know what I mean. So he comes up to me and he's like, "What are we gonna do about your accent?" And I said, "My accent?" <laughs> You're like, "Qué acento? What you talking about?" <laughs> My accent? And he's like, "Yeah, your accent. Like you, there's no way I can introduce you to clients when you talk like that." And I was like, "Talk like that." And then I started copying the like the the sorority girls in my, mm. in my office, like the, like graduated from South Carolina, um, SFU. maybe USC. Yeah. Exactly. Like all over the country or like places that were just like, not where I came from. And I started to mirror them. I started to mirror them. And I started also then like attracting all these white men and mm. I never like Caucasian, Anglo, Jewish, yeah. white men. And never in my life had I ever also, I thought I lost my butt and I got kind of scared. I was like, you guys have never been in my market. So, but now, nah, but whatever, it's fine. And I feel like, uh, no, I didn't though. Okay, good. I look at pics. I'm like, you were still stacked. I saw that. I saw that pic that went up with the booty out. I zoomed in. Yeah. I also, I, I zoomed in. I believe, zoomed, wait, can you, you believe that to look at your people's butt? backgrounds? Obviously. Like, how does that make you feel that you're, that is people's backgrounds on their phones and that they then post I'm obsessed it. with it. And tag but I'm also a little obsessed. I'm also a little obsessed right now with like a little cellulite. To me, it's like the hot. Okay, the hot. Listen, wait, Tuffy, Tuffy, Tuffy. This is why I zoomed in. Cellulite is my biggest fucking insecurity of all time because I grew up. Bad bitch dimples. Listen, listen, listen. McGabby and I are going to get into this because we were talking about it this morning when talking about you because I. San Diego is very similar to Miami in terms of like it's 72, 73 degrees all year long and everyone mm. is outside all the time. And we mm -hmm. have the same mm -hmm. like you're outside so your body is seen all the time and everything but it's always warm y'all's mm -hmm. y'all's goal was the like beautiful coke bottle body my goal was heroin chic white girl skinny nothing and i always had like i had an ass where in fucking preschool the lady came out to my mom and said isn't your daughter supposed to be potty trained she's clearly wearing a diaper and my mom went no honey that's her she's ass like no so She's I've always thick, had, literally. literally, so I've always had so much cellulite over my ass and thighs to the point that I grew up in San Diego. I never, I wore shorts once in high school. I didn't go to the beach because I was so insecure but about then, it. And that's what we want to talk to you about too, is like this confidence stop. and insecurity. And like, I zoomed in because I was like, does she have cellulite? Is she posing? I, I can't tell you. Absolutely. It made, it made me feel so seen. And so like, I, I fucking loved it. This is why I zoomed in. I, I get in my mind about it all the time. Yeah. I get in my mind about it all the time. And then I'm like. The women that I love the most in my life, like, like, you know, like I'm talking about like people that I see that they're like, I'm not lovable or whatever, whatever. And, but let me tell you something else. When you said like, it's kind of like Miami, you either want to be Coke bottle, but in the Gabby knows that if you were a Miami girl and you thought you were above it, like you thought you were a fashion girl, you mm -hmm. were not trying to be Sofia Vergara. You were trying to be a fucking Olsen because you oh, were you? fashion, yeah. like you were and above you it. Like, okay, I'm moving to New York. 
Yes. So same shit. Even York. more of the same shit then. Yeah. But it's your yeah. body's I'm constantly not- going through bullshit because in Miami, you need to be Coke bottle everything, but like with zero cellulite. And then us that leave and we and hairless York, we find yeah f- fucking hairless like okay like i started getting laser i fucking laser my bb at 18 yeah. years old hello yeah. and then you wait move. till you see my toes <laughs> <laughs> jolene have you, you ever heard the big of jolene <laughs> like literally when women every part of my body when women lie and say they don't get like two or three nipple hairs i'm like how's it feel to be a liar oh my god no i literally liar. i pluck them all the time i talk to aaron about them no, literally. So then we move, we have this standard that we finally feel like, okay, maybe we've got it. But then you, by the way, you're not eating mm-hmm. and then you go to regatta and you're drinking all day. But then you move yeah. to New York and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. sweetie, you want to go to any, you work in fashion, you want to go to any event, you have to fit into a fucking sample size. Okay, talk to me yeah, about no. your relationship with your body. What was it like moving from Miami to New York? Like, it's a lot so, of merda so, mixed in there. It's a it's a lot of... Um, merda means caca, meadow. Yeah, okay. mierda means shit. Also, Gabby, I don't <laughs> but, see um, you anymore. Tuffy, do you see Gabby? No, it says it's disabled due to slow internet connection. But uh, can you hear me? So maybe she's recorded. maybe she's going to the bathroom. No, <laughs> um, Gabby's like we're about to get closer to Tuffy. Hold on. Uh-huh. No, I'm. Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. I can hear you perfectly. I'm just letting you know. Like, um, keep going. The code switching thing happened and. So then whenever I was with, like, my friends, it would come out, you know, like, uh, or the moment the wheels would touch. But then, Did you have Miami friends I, in New York that moved with you, or were you kind of solo? No, no, no. We we came in, like, different, Sorry. like, different, we came in different, oh, we came in different times, like, but I was, like, this, the third, the third one, and now it's, like, a group of, like, 15, 20 of us, but, oh, like, no, nice. okay, cool. I, but, but I, but obviously the people who, I had my people there, but the people before me also had new people because of where they work. So mm. it was, I was able to meet their friends, but Molly, my best friend was first. And I don't know how the fuck she did it. Like th- she was very lonely, but I, and I moved three years after her. But, um, when I got to New York, uh, I was kind of like, weirdly, I was running in like these circles of like people who grew up in like Connecticut and like Westchester and stuff. And I, for the first time, was like the diversity hire. And I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even that diverse. I think my ancestors are like Austrian and Greek. <laughs> so yeah. okay. I'm like, I don't, you know. You're like, um, I'm not sure if I but they that w- box, but here I am. In and this I, position. I started, yeah, I started hearing things that I hadn't heard before. Like the term spicy Latina was mm. never uttered in Miami it it's gives just me like, the or nastiest it, ick if a man is like ooh you're so, so spicy icky. mommy like when I was in college and all the fucking all my like American friends from Brooklyn like a pitbull song would come on and they'd all like look at me and I'm like sit down and be like go girl and I'm like Armando and I are very good friends and I find <laughs> it Armando but it's also when they call you a, sp- a spicy Latina it takes away like you're like I'm not spicy I'm mad at you for a reason like you mm. hurt my feelings or like you fucked up and they're like here she goes I'm like stop it like this isn't performative like I'm really I'm confronting you and I'm not letting you get away with this because all your little fucking friends do. I'm not letting you get away with this. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a spicy Latina or whatever. I'm just a person that's feelings, like sick of you. They attach it to your yeah, or like, and then fucking just make a trope out of you for it. Or, yeah, or like, um, I care enough about you to try to want to work something out with you. Like, and you're here making fun of me. Like, my emotions are like so unmanageable. Um, they're pretty manageable. Like, you know what yeah. I mean. But um, for the most part. But for. <laughs> But when, but that was weird to me because then I realized identity wise that I was making myself out to be like, uh, like the only way that I fit into these circles is if I was, if I was something like myself, 
but I also met them in the middle. So like, there was no reason that I should have been listening to Dave Matthews band. No goddamn reason. Mm-mm. There is no, but and, and but in order to like, there's never, and I kind of lost sight of that because then when you hang around these people, obviously like groups, you want to be more like them. I, I can't believe I got long layers and would wear knit, like unbelievable. And then one day I just got like super sick of it. And I took like some time away from both friend groups and then I started hanging out with my friends more again. Mm. And then I was like, okay, this feels How right. How long did that Put take? On the crap like, what age were you? How long did that take for you to process and think? Ten about months. It? Ten. That's fucking ten quick, months. bitch. How are you so self-aware? Mm. It was a lot of alone time. I also didn't date anybody. I didn't go out. I was just like sitting with myself because I felt like I came to be more myself, and I was starting to become someone that like I didn't recognize anymore. But or whatever. no one has that self-awareness at twenty-two. That's really profound. I was twenty. I was at this point. I was twenty-four. I just uh, uh, by the end of it, I was twenty-four. I mean, same shit but, though. That's um, a pretty profound age to have that like insight. But also, realization. something that happens when you hang around people who have grown up in like Connecticut and Westchester, and they're like of an affluent community, is the way that they see social justice. Mm. And they started talking about things and like saying things that I was like immediately no mm-hmm. and then I was okay. like okay and I'm like and I started to kind of explain like we come from different places or like just the idea of like immigration yeah mm-hmm. like you when you think of immigration you think of like like people sneaking into the country and immediately like going to some convenience store and it's like put your hand like that's not the word alien? or like somebody the like word alien yeah yeah. And like some, or I'm like, you don't even understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, you don't understand. Like, I was talking to Gabby about it. Like, um, like the idea of leaving everything you know in order to love people that aren't even, that don't even exist yet. Like, you're doing it for people who, like, you're doing it for yourself, but also like the people to come, you know, like, and to leave, you know, uh, your friends, your family, your, your favorite food spot, like, even like little things like that, like everything that's, and, and to experience that loneliness and to come over and then also not only work through that and missing your family, but also like the idea of acceptance mm-hmm. and community and like trying to feel, feel, find people who are like-minded feeling out of place. Or I can't imagine when people talk about like, um, like if, if outside of Miami, like if you're going to be in, in, in America, speak English. Okay. I promise you this man could cuss you out frontwards and backwards in Spanish. Like, you know what I mean? Like this isn't a stupid. Or how many times have we met people who are like, where I, like where I come from in like Colombia, Guatemala, Honduras? Like I'm a professional person, but I'm just trying to like you know um, make ends meet. But there's like so like their thing, and they didn't want to hear. It. They're like excuses, mm-hmm. and they would say things like um, like uh, well if he if, if, well he's got a anything can happen. Like I know this like one guy he was this person and now he's like CEO or whatever. And I'm like, you know that story because it's so insane. Exactly. Like the media never, never reports on like these everyday stories. He's the exception. You know that story because he beat all of the odds that you helped create. And also Mm -hmm. that's like people like you. Mm -hmm. But then can you believe? Yeah. So, so I started. mm -hmm. No, no, no. Please finish. Tell me. No, no, no. Please finish your sentence. No, I don't even know what I was going to (laughs) say. I was just going to say, can you believe though Mm -hmm. that then like, we're put in this position, right? We're like similar to you. Like when I started working like at the magazine that I used to be at, like mm-hmm. I felt like the diversity hire and I was like, I'm 
like the color of my skin unless i say White. my name is gabriela <laughs> emilia ulloa i look like i'm from connecticut like uh-huh. hello light eyes light skin like come mm-hmm. on now I know. So can you believe, right, that we're, like, put in this position, mm-hmm. you code switch, we get so fucking good at it, we, yeah. like, leave pieces of our culture behind and pieces of ourselves behind, and then motherfuckers have the audacity. And our hips. And our hips. And these motherfuckers, mm-hmm. and I'm saying people that are, like, actually, quote-unquote, born in these Latin American countries, have the audacity to then be like, but you're not Latina enough. Have you ever experienced that? Because I sure have. I don't speak perfect Spanish. Uh-huh. Like, that's one thing that I talked about with, with TikTok when they were like, you know, the, so TikTok um, gave me the Latinx Trailblazer Award. And I was like, that's amazing. And you how know what? It's shame, like, like, to admit something. Bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, no wonder okay. you could unpack you know, all that shit that I went through. You're like, listen. <laughs> I'm not like you don't get to decide where exactly. I come from exactly. you know like and I and then every time when someone is like it's always the white Latina that wants to talk about how she's Latina I'm like so then what should I say yeah so what should I say and I and I'm being honest I'm like what should I tell people then that I am I'm like Hispanic I'm like I do I do I am Hispanic but what should I say about Colombia and Brazil like they just don't exist they don't exist to you I don't know so those that's a complicated it's a complicated conversation, but when what were we talking about before? Just the concept, <laughs> of not, the concept of not being Latina. Oh yeah, yeah. oh the, yeah. The, yeah. So I, I like I admitted to TikTok. I was like, I don't speak perfect Spanish. Like I can, like I don't, like I. El preferito imperfecto is a motherfucker. Oh. What and Juan Luis Guerra is always talking in the future tense. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Like, always. you know, like it's so always Llegará. like, uh-huh. so like, so uh, uh, um, there are things that I fuck up all the time. But when I was younger, it wasn't until I was older. When I was younger, I was like, I don't care if I fuck it up. I'm still communicating. I never had shame about it mm-hmm. or like uh, because I feel like in, if someone is struggling to speak English, I can still put it together. Yeah. You're you not know, and it doesn't come like from shit. a place of like, no, and I'm not correcting people or being like, you're not white enough or like, you're not American enough or whatever. But if, for me, communication was more about like sharing, you know, and like it, it, it's And meeting food. someone it's, halfway it's, to like understand yeah. that that's not, how is that this ridiculous of a fucking ask? Anyway. So people, yeah. So people on TikTok started saying, I can't believe you gave it to a no sabo kid. And I've never heard that before. I've never heard that before. No sabo. I was like, I, I have no idea what that is. And I Googled it. Day. What does that mean? I Googled it. Like a, a kid that doesn't speak Spanish. Like, it's kind of like a low, like, not like, really Latin. Like, yeah. it's not fair because so many people come to this country and they don't want their kid to have an accent mm-hmm. because they don't want to be, they don't want them to lose opportunity because of what they left behind. Right. So it's like, it, so it's, it's a complicated issue. But my mom truly, like, she went to an English school in Colombia. The bitch doesn't, she has less of an accent than I do. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, but she's Colombian in my house. We spoke English and my dad didn't speak English. So he was practicing English with us. So we were an English speaking household right. and like we would listen to Spanish and music and we would, you know, but we listened to a lot of like, like we didn't listen to crazy. Like we listened to Carabibis and Juanes and Shakira. Yes, like, same. you know what I mean? I mean, but what, which one so, of our parents is playing like any sort of reggaeton? We're all, that's what we're listening to. We're listening to Mana. We're listening yeah. to Basilos. Like that's what we're listening to. But I'm also listening to Fleetwood Mac and the Mamas and the Papas and Tracy Chapman and the Beatles and, you know, um, freaking, what's it, what's it called? Steven Tyler, Aerosmith. Like, we're listening to Cyndi Lauper. We're listening to Madonna. And 
one thing about Madonna that I think about all the time, I know that right now she's not in the best place, okay? She's obviously going through something. It's not, and she's obviously letting go of her old face and embracing this new person. Mm-hmm. But um, she says power is knowing that you're not loved and not being destroyed by it. Mm-hmm. And I think about that all the time. Okay. You know? Um, so whenever I do that, like, you know how I call Gwen Stefani Guadalupe Stefani? Like, when I need her to be Latina, she's there for me. So Madonna, Madonna Perez. Yes. Um. So, like, in those moments, I'm like, okay, that's important. But when I think about being um, Latin enough, it comes down to, like, I don't have to prove anything to you. Mm-hmm. Like, you and there's so much identity. more, like, absolutely. And there's no way, there's no way that I experienced all that trauma to not get a medal. You give me yes. my motherfucking Exactly. You exactly. give me that fucking Latinx award. Hello. There's no way. That woman made me eat yuca con mayonesa todos los freaking días. You give me my freaking award. What okay. I saw, what I saw on TikTok the other day of the no sabo. So like, no sabo meadow is like a, it's like a fucked up way of like, it's like grammatically like you're not shaming people. Yeah, yeah I'm saying like no sé, which is like I don't know. Right, so like no sabo is like the grammat. Right, okay, you know. Saber is to know. Saber is to know. So it's no, yeah. So it's it's poorly conjugated on purpose to make fun of people. Right. And my brother, and my sister don't speak Spanish. So I think like they don't, but they understand. Like if I can't, I can't talk shit about them in front of them. Younger, they know. Older? No, they understand. Younger, it. I'm the eldest. They that understand it. They understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. They just they I I lucked out because I was being taken care of by my grandma, yeah. and then by the time they came along, it was it was after school mm-hmm. stuff, and mm-hmm. I chose a language. I went to Santa Elementary. That's a language school, and so did they, but they chose music. Why my mom let a four year old choose though is fucking weird. That's but whatever. Nice. Thank you for uh, years of orthographia. What the fuck. <laughs> Dude, my friend went to Sunset and did everything cursive. in French. I'm like, shit. Yeah, yeah. You do math, literature, science in in that language that you choose, or whatever. And I chose Spanish, so like I had an advantage in that way. But um, I remember when I started seeing the No Sabo stuff, I was like, there's no way I'm letting my fucking siblings see this because they already feel so disconnected from that culture enough. And so I started telling people like. Yo, there's no way, there's no way that you're going to tell me that because I can't conjugate, like, <laughs> because, I, because I say uh, la problema, uh-huh. that I'm less, <laughs> that I'm less than you, you know what I mean? Right. But um, that's also, like, a thing where, that's projection. Yeah. People that say that, they're that's- trying to, like, differentiate themselves. Like, whenever I see people going a little too hard for something, like, I, I think I said this to Gabby, like, if somebody said about, like, Russell Simmons... When you walk into his house, there's eight, like eight foot tall Buddha. And you're like, what the fuck are you trying to prove? <laughs> like, you know, like, why would you have like, so when people like are going super hard for something, I'm like, what are you, what's the real issue yeah. here? Like, how, how am I existing, triggering you? Mm-hmm. Like how I'm just existing. Mm-hmm. I'm just existing and I'm triggering you, you know, you're a threat. Um, and how like is, we how never dated. They're trigger your responsibility. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think something that you need to, something that I used to say to people is, I'm so sorry for what you're going. If somebody says like, out of nowhere, you're so fucking stupid. <laughs> this happened to me once. Somebody said like, you're so, you're so fucking stupid and obnoxious. You're such a waste of space. Like, I hate people like you. And I respond, and this is like, I looked at her profile and it's just like 16 year old girl. Oh. And I was like, that does not come Sweetie, from what a place. Yeah. So then I responded back. I'm like, I am so sorry somebody said that to you. Yeah. And she responded later. She's like, well, fuck, I'm crying. And I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's what it yeah. is. I, I, there's no way people just say that. 
There's no way that people, it's because like somebody said that to them and it hurt yeah. and they're trying to think of ways to hurt you. Yeah. Mm. And they're like, what's one thing that really fucking stung, mm -hmm. you know? And that's everything. Everything on the internet is so easy. Like it's not gaslighting you if you're wrong. <laughs> like, literally you know what I mean? like, say it again. The grass is red. No, it's green. To gaslight me like this is really fucked up. What the fuck are you talking about? No. Like, what the fuck are you talking no. about? You can't gaslight me into thinking your way, you sheep. What are you talking about? Oh, God, you're that's literally... my favorite new insult that people have created. Sheep? I'm like, well, you're the sheep. Well, at least I'm, you know what? Um, I'd rather be a sheep than, you know, like a pain in the world's asshole. Literally. literally. Wait, can we? Well, and I won't go literally. I know. I have a follow-up question about New York and code switching, though. So you you do the Dimelo. you take the you take the break. You like rewrite your own self definitions. You get close back with your friends. How did that translate into like? Did you just leave your job? Did you just code switch anyway? Still, like, how did that? How did you reconcile? No, I left. You left. I left, and then I started. I left, and I feel like ever since then, I've never been with people that do that to you. Or I've never been around person. that person. The man that said that to me has so much shame yeah. because he went to like all these white Ivy league schools and he was the only one there that he had so much shame that he thought that passing that torch on to me would do me good because of how far he got. And he's not even that far. I make triple. I mean, it doesn't matter, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But like for, for, I feel like, and our parents do this a lot too. I call it like shame culture. Mm -hmm. I don't know about your parents metal, but like Catholic shame culture, like, like, um, my dad a daughter of mine would never do that. Yeah. So it's like, aren't you embarrassed? Or like, nice girls don't do that. Boys don't like that. Or like, mm -hmm. oh my God, like, how could you do that to me? I raised you. Like mm -hmm. now, what am I going to tell my friends? Or like, all this like crazy shame stuff where you're not allowed to like explore the things that you like because your parents are telling you what you're supposed to. And the things that if you're attracted to like other stuff, if you want to do other stuff, it's selfishness because of the sacrifices yep. that they made. Yep. So we talk about this all the time, is, but shame is the most manipulative emotion. Everyone and sometimes, realizes shame. Listen, sometimes I say two things. Sometimes bullying works and shame is necessary. You know what I mean? Sometimes, like sometimes I see these wild ass fucking kids and I'm like, first of all, you what the fuck are you wearing you Sit freaking down. lunatic like if like if my kid is a furry yeah i might have a little shame sesh i might have a little shame sesh i'm like i want you to sit down i'm gonna hold a mirror to you <laughs> let's just sit like this for you know what I mean? 45 minutes like that's what i mean <laughs> or like bullying and bullying sometimes you gotta bully the fucking bully yeah. fuck you yeah. like if my kid is a bully one day and i'm like who the fuck do you think you are talking to like that's that's what i mean not in like general but i feel like shame culture to people who like about I feel like people brought up my weight so young, like so young. And I was like, I should have been eating all the motherfucking public birthday cake. Mm -hmm. I should have been people being family in that or shit. like Miami friends or everybody. Everyone. Like if you keep eating like that, you're going to gain weight. <gasps> oh, if you keep sentence. eating like that or like if she has a big appetite, you better watch out for when she's a teenager. And I'm like, I'm eight. What the? F you know? Mm -hmm. And so there's things, yeah. there are things like, like that, whatever, but it comes from a place of if she doesn't get a man, she's not protected. Like she need, or she, like if something ever happens or because a woman could never accumulate the kind of like financial stability and security that a man could, because they're from the being a, a financially independent woman. All yeah, immigrants, it, that was true. So they do think they're protecting you, which is the saddest part. Or for my grandfather, some, uh, a strange man might stumble upon the farm. Yeah. Literally. 
literally you know, like yeah. uh, and who is going to protect me yeah. you know like stuff like that so it comes from a place of love it does yeah it comes from a place yeah. of love and i understand that it's like the negative voice in your mind that's like mm-hmm. what if you fuck this up this you're going to embarrass yourself and like you have to kind of look at that voice and be like thank you so love. much for trying to protect me yeah thank you so much for trying to help me avoid disappointment but in order for me to grow and be the person that i have always envisioned myself to be i have to do this mm-hmm. you know yes and, but there's no way, like, do you think my mom talked to me after I dyed my hair pink? I'm 31 years old. Do you think she answered my phone call? <laughs> yeah. It's because she wasn't consulted. It's not because I dyed my hair pink. It's because I did not consult her. I did not ask her she if she would like it. She didn't have time to put out the press release to the friends. Mm-hmm. She had no idea. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. But I feel like when it comes to, like, shame culture, it's, it's just the pressure to be better. And I feel like there's so many other ways to do that. And it comes from a place of, I don't want my kid to be, to fail. But then it, the other side of that is like, but what if they succeed? Exactly. What if they fucking kill it? Exactly. You know, yeah. like, fine. Okay. Your kid um, paints paintings with tomato soup. Okay. Maybe we have to realign. Maybe there's another, you know. Your kid's eating maybe, paste. Let's... But also we have the privilege and the opportunity to think that way because all of our parents did recognize themselves as ancestors in real time and come over and make that sacrifice like you're saying so right, of course exactly. we know how to like honor that and that translates to our opinions on policies when connecticut has no idea i said this the other day i was like there's there are certain places in the world where they honor tradition more than the people who are practicing it and they don't care how it affects that's a, people that's such even a good if it's way to same. say that yeah it's like uh, there are certain things like uh, what's something like traditional Columbia? okay this is like weird stuff like my mom's like it's not ladylike to take a photo holding a cup because no people alcohol. don't know if there's liquor in there mm-hmm. people don't know if there's alcohol in there and i'm like mom it says it says i'm at ha- habitat of humanity <laughs> i'm building houses it's a zephyr hills mom. i'm building houses yeah. and i'm holding a cup she's like people don't know if that's alcohol like there's certain things that are just so like yeah. i'm not i'm not the princess of genovia yeah you know our lands are not in danger i don't have to be like there's no dowry here. I can just be a person and I feel like I'm going to be okay, you know? So you don't have to like... But it's that steering It's that steering away from whatever vision. Because I think like the reason that our... Again, like love my parents, but mm-hmm. like the reason that at least from my perspective that they get so like triggered by this stuff and immigrant parents get so triggered is because like you said, they leave their countries and their parents left the country with a love for someone that didn't even exist yet. And then when we don't fulfill... Mm-hmm that expectation it's this like how could you how could you like when i date people that are not like i just went on a date with someone who's a, and the relief in my mother's voice after going from an to a, the um, woman was like oh sweetie thank god and i'm like but why but why it's uh, but why but it's also i think about it too they spent their whole lives trying to discipline us and kind of like move us into this like and every tactic possible then now that we're adults they don't know how to fit into our lives. Mm-hmm. They have to be those people. And they, they have to understand so, this too. Like this, this world, this social media world that we're like creating, they don't get it. So, so my mom, usually I run to her for everything, like a, 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 like aesthetically or whatever. And I think it scared the shit out of her that I did it alone. And she's like, fuck, where do I fit? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not her friend. Mm-hmm. She, she's, she, I mean, I love my mom. She's my mom. But she's not like my buddy. That's yeah, my mom. mom. And, you know, so, and she's like, if I'm not somebody she goes to for opinions... And I'm not a friend. Who am I? I'm not a coworker. I'm not her audience. You know what I mean? Like, where do I fit? Mm-hmm. And I think it scared her. 
so then so sometimes if I'm, my mom's not gonna listen to this i don't care but sometimes like oh we live once in a while i've never listened to our podcast once we talk about it all the time we're like if you listened Queens. we would know because we'd be fighting right now she's so. like send me the link i'm Queens. like it's not on the internet i don't know what you're talking about oh no it's broken <laughs> yeah. our table <laughs> so but, you have to stream um, it you say the I, word stream none of them know what it means they panic and they don't even try yeah I love it. Yeah. They're like, don't be near the water. Literally, um, literally, <laughs> literally. Keep going. Are you drinking? You shouldn't be swimming if you're drinking. Um, but I feel like, so, so like every two weeks or so, I'll stay up late and I'll call my mom and I'll pretend I had a nightmare. And I'll be like, mom, yeah, I'm, I'm so, and I feel like. The entire world. Because she loves, and she, she loves it. She's like, okay, it's not Hi, real. It's See, nice. yeah, she loves it. I think she misses it. That but let me tell you, seven-year-old me, she's like, if you don't get out of this freaking room. <laughs> Dude, you know what like, I would do? Please. You know what I would do when I would have nightmares? When my mom, would, uh-huh. she left the baby monitor in my room for too many years. And I would go up to the baby monitor because I'd be too scared to leave my room. I'd go up to the baby monitor and I'd scream at it. I'd be like, mom, I'm having a nightmare. <laughs> she to to like room. this? <laughs> Code red. Code red. <laughs> it's under my bed. Yes. Absolutely. The baby monitor. You know what I would say to my mom when I was fighting with her? I'd go next to the baby monitor and be like, I'm so, I'm so mad at you. I'm so mad. I'm never going to talk to you ever again. I'm packing. I'm leaving. She's like muting. And I'm like, did you hear me last night? She's like, did you hear me last night? She goes, the drama is so dramatic. And I was like, and that to me, like now when I had the drama, like, so now because my parents like never talked to me about like what to do with like my negative feelings, I just kind of had to like, I don't know, like arts and crafts it, like putting together like the ugliest yeah. macaroni <laughs> necklace possible. You know, like I had to figure it out. There's in my house, like when you get into an argument, you just don't talk about it. And then the next day you pretend nothing happened and I just couldn't live with it. We love that journey and, for or, people. Love it. Or if I had a point, I knew that I was right if my mom said something like, um, uh, because I said so. Because your mother and because word? I said so, I don't no, care. My mouth. That is the most triggering. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have to explain now it to you when I get yes, my mom did that so every day, every day. When I get into a fight now with somebody, I attack in like one fucking like in one breath. I'm trying to get it out as fast as possible, and I get so like because I think they're gonna cut me off at any second and say it's it's cut, it's done. I don't care. Oh, I'm walking away. No, you want to speak on that real quick? Um, yeah. So <laughs> I'm notoriously like the worst fucking interrupter of all time. And now I, we have people a listening to this podcast are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no, no, no. I like, <laughs> yeah, I, you're wonderful. And my, well, first of all, thank you so much. Second of all, when welcome, we, the more we talk, you're going to be like, oh, like I, that, that, cause that was my fucking mother, dude. Like if I, mm-hmm. if you don't, it's, she's in a family, five sisters, all one year apart. They all look the same, act the name, all their names start with C. Like it was like fucking all mm-hmm. the girl energy all the time. If you don't, mm-hmm. if you don't get your sentence, if you don't get your point in, bitch, you are getting run, run over. over by my family. Mm-hmm. Like I only know how to speak to people by interrupting. And to me, it's not rude. Cause I'm like, oh, and this reminds me of this. And then it's fun. And then we're collaborative. And then we go other places and our conversations mm-hmm. go like this. But then I, forget that other people are like you're such a piece of shit in the, you think in your the time and what you have to say is more important and i'm like no to me i'm no. bonding this is this is like interrupting think, is my culture this is, this i think culture. also like my there's only like one person in my house that yells and interrupts mm-hmm. and you're talking to her right now and, <laughs> and it's me and but i and my brother and my sister don't and they've told me like why are you so and i'm like because i used to talk i used to speak for you 
Oh, yeah, I'm the one that used to say, shut the fuck up, leave them alone. Yeah, or and I'd be because like, you were speaking Spanish and they weren't. So it's probably if you're like older siblings or older adults were speaking Spanish, you could like defend your younger siblings in Spanish and they didn't. They were understanding, but they couldn't do it. They couldn't speak up. So like my brother, if my brother wanted to go to a party freshman year and my mom said no, I'd be like, how are you not going to let this kid go to a party? He, you know, he, yeah. you know, he's lonely. Like, how are you not going to yeah. let him? Like, it would be, it would be me. Or yeah. be like, I'd be like, I'm, I'll drive him and I'll pick him up. And they don't know how to do that. Yeah. Your brother's so, listening to this, like putting him on blast, being like, don't tell people I was lonely freshman year of high school. Okay? <laughs> or like, whatever, like, maybe not lonely, but like he misses his no, friends from yeah. middle school. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. You know, like, so those things or whatever. But, and I feel like now they're, they're kind of better at it, but like, I feel so vocal all the time and Same. I feel almost like, like you used to love me for it. Mm-hmm. You used to like it. But now when it's, when it's like you and me, it's, oh, fuck you. You're so fucking, you're so extra or whatever, whatever. And also my brother's six, five, my sister's five, 10. I'm talking to him like this. And listen here. <laughs> listen here. Also, also listen, here. listen, this is also, by the way, the way that you're, this is how your career so literally like, you can tell yes. them to sit the fuck down yeah. because you're like you see the apartment i live in you see all the shit that i buy for myself that's because you're i like, talk into a camera this speaking way, up dumb for bitch. you god mm-hmm. god got us here baby okay it's convenient now yeah, that I vacation like- that i just paid for yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that was me screaming into a camera i would never my uh, i feel like my brother and my sister are just people who like they they just they they just want to be left alone and that's the one thing i can't do no. <laughs> like i'm never gonna leave you i'm never gonna leave you alone okay, wait what listen are- Oh, go ahead. Oh no, uh-huh. I was gonna, I was gonna just reel us in because I, I, you need mm-hmm. to go be in Hawaii. Yeah, that's true. I would. <laughs> you need to go you be to in go Hawaii. So shake that I want to end this. I want to end this. Tell me. Um, we're gonna do a quick "Would You Rather" Miami edition. Rapid fire. Okay. For those listening, okay, this has nothing to do with mental health, but honestly, like, if I didn't do this with somebody else from Miami, particularly Tuffy, like, I would cry about it for a week. No, so, like, this we is do for it. your okay. mental health. This is all mental health. Okay. Maybe. Okay. We're not gonna okay, talk about it. I just want to hear your answer. Rapid fire Miami edition. Okay, let's yeah. do it. Would you rather? Ready. Ready. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, a peacock or a Santero's runaway chicken in your backyard? Uh, the chickens don't scream. I choose the, the chicken. You choose, you choose yeah. the chicken. Yeah. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. This one unlocked a special uh-huh. memory. Tombola or Santa's Enchanted Forest? Santa's Enchanted Forest. <laughs> okay, were you allowed, were you allowed to I'm go to Tombola? I'm trying to get robbed. <laughs> no, but I went. Ooh, girl. You can't tumble out. I'm like, where's my, where's my note? Yeah. Like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, ready? Uh-huh. Belen or Columbus? Columbus. Okay. Whoa. Shocker. I told Meadow I, I thought you were going to say Belen. And then what was, tell her what your follow-up question was, though. Okay. Columbus boy, now do they work in real estate or construction? Um, worse. They're CrossFit instructors. <gasps> oh, okay. Ready? Uh-huh. Okay. The chancletas from CVS with the little sequins or brown gauchos? Uh-huh. Uh, the Las chancletas. And you know what we used to call them? And you're very PC for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Las chancletas at CVS. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Las chancletas. Okay. Going uh-huh. to a Pipple concert or seeing DJ Khaled on his jet ski when you're at Regatta? <laughs> Wherever DJ Laz is. Ooh. She came in hotter <laughs> with that. <laughs> okay, Mary's uh-huh. Coin Laundry or Palacios de los Hugos? I know your answer. Actually, Mary's Coin Laundry. Oh, there you go. And you started this episode saying, I don't care what the question is. My answer is going to be Palacios de los Hugos. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, thoughts we Mary, baby. Yeah. Okay. Una croquetica de Mary's Coin Laundry is 
It's, it's a where? laundry place that serves croquetas and everyone listening. You know how much you know how much I love saying una croquetita de bacalao. You like croquetita you know de like bacalao? I love it. I love it. Okay. Do, I know. Do you? Wait, you live in Miami now full time, right? Or no, New York still? Oh no. I'm in Brooklyn, but uh, bacalao is cod. Yeah, it's by the way, fish. it's just cod. It's fish. Yeah, I love. Cod. I like it. Good for you. Don't judge me. I'm not. Maybe I am a fish sticks kid. Go Maybe back. I am that person. I fish sticks that. with ketchup. I'm okay with that. Okay. You can't tell me who I am. Exactly. She <laughs> self wrote her definitions. Okay. Bring it to the beginning. Bring her identity. Beginning. Yeah. Uh, okay. Flanagan's or Monty's? Oh, that's fucking cruel. Mm-hmm. It's like picking <laughs> How could children. you say that? Yeah. Flanagan's but- because I want the cup. I want to take the cup home. Okay, wait. Mm-hmm. Hot take. Yes or yes. Does the Flanagan's guy on the cup look like my ex-boyfriend? Oh, God. Oh, no. I can't see. You've earned it. Monty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both of us. Oh, God. <laughs> I Holy see shit. a Flanagan's cup and I get, like, triggered to my core. Imagine a man ruining Flanagan's for you. The fried dolphin? What? He sure okay. did. Tell me you're from Miami. Can I have the fried dolphin, please? So good. Um, Westchester uh-huh. or Kendall? Westchester's not in Connecticut, okay, guys? No, it's also in Florida. Um, Kendall. Okay. Dirty Rabbit or El Patio? R.I.P. Ah, Dirty Rabbit. Dirty Rabbit. Dirty Rabbit. Okay. Um, your abuela's cookie box that's filled with the sewing needles or a little bit of Vicks uh-huh. Vapor Rub? Vicks Vaporub. Vicks, Vicks Vapor Rub because at least I know when I open it what's going to be inside. <laughs> <laughs> I had to explain this one to Meadow first. Okay, ready. We're going to end it just for the people, but like your answer is obvious. Uh-huh. 305 or mm-hmm. 786? Please. Please. Are you kidding me? 786K. Can I tell you that yesterday I went to an event and I'm wearing a necklace that says 444 and someone had the audacity to come up to me and ask me if that was my area code. And I said, excuse me, I'm from Miami. Excuse me. 444. You think I'm from fucking Orlando? (laughs) Broward? Get the fuck out of here. Go Knights. Get the fuck away from me. Mm -mm. Absolutely not. But yeah, 305. I still have my 305 number. And if my number ever gets leaked, there's no more 305 numbers. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not giving it up. No, I'm not giving up my number. I'm never giving it up. Ever. When you sent me your number, I was like, yes, bitch. 305. People now now in Miami have to get 347s and 954s. I'd rather fall upon the sword. 347 is um, Orlando. Get the hell out of here. Can you imagine? No. I can't. The shame. I shan't. What'd you mm-hmm. say to me in your the birdie? What'd you say to me in your birdie interview that I had to cut out, but it took everything in me? She goes, "I'd rather shit out a knife." Oh, you literally. I'd rather said shit that out a knife. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, I'd rather shit out. And people are like, "Hey, we're gonna I'm like, "But that's how you know." That's but how I'm you serious. know that she's real. Oh, Tevi, you're literally the best. I can't believe you did this when you're. I in love fucking you. Hawaii. I know. Thank you so much for letting us hijack your vacation for a little bit. Yeah, but now I'm gonna go to the beach. Oh, go God, to the beach. Really you're literally the best. We love you so much. We love you. I love you. For you. Besitos. Bye, mommy. Okay, Meadow, your Latin name is Mimi. Bye, Mimi. Bye, Gabby. Go down for that for me. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Thoughts Mayberry podcast every Monday. Is your savings just sitting there? Well, put it to work. A premium online savings account from PenFed earns way more than the national average. So you can get your savings working on earning you a vacation or a new kitchen or that fancy exercise mirror. Apply at PenFed.org savings.
Premium online savings account holders must agree to electronic delivery of account opening disclosures and monthly statements. $5 minimum required to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. There are all different sizes of businesses. Big business, small business, that awkward growing phase business, the running this thing from my garage business, and the OMG we can't hire fast enough business. Wherever you are in your business journey, HubSpot's powerful but easy-to-use CRM platform grows with you. It lets all of your teams work together seamlessly, whether that's just you and your roommate or colleagues across multiple time zones. Grow better with HubSpot by connecting your people, your customers, and your business. Learn more at HubSpot.com.